Scotty. Brought to you by Carol Royce. Your home sold guaranteed realties. HigherPrice.com. Good gravy. It's already 9 o'clock. <laughs> it's time for some social studies. Sarah Gazelle here to take us through the festivities. Hi, Sarah. Good marinara. It's already 9 <laughs> oh, o'clock. Oh, I like that. Oh. Oh. There we go. All right. Welcome in, everybody, to social studies. We're on Twitter. At Bickley underscore Marotta. Bickley underscore Marotta. Yes. It's a great follow if I do say so myself. Uh, especially when Jarrett Carlin starts churning out these social studies questions every morning. The most interactive show in all of sports radio. Hands down. In the history of the medium. Ever. Yes. Let's start out with the Phoenix Suns and uh, last night's game specifically. They lost to the Warriors. Wasn't terribly close. Uh, they, they, they made it look close near the end, but it was not close. Um, we're asking, after two great performances by Devin Booker and Clay Thompson, Booker went for 32 points on 60% shooting. Clay Thompson, 38 points on 61% shooting, but hit a lot more from three. Uh, I believe Book did not hit any threes last night. Who is the best two guard? In the NBA right now. Is it Devin Booker? Is it Clay Thompson? Is it Donovan Mitchell or Jalen Brown? Ooh. Ooh, I would say um, I think Devin Booker rates an edge over Donovan Mitchell, who rates an edge over Jalen Brown. Who rates an edge over Clay Thompson? Who rates, an, who rates a big edge over Clay Thompson? I agree with that. Uh, I agree with that ranking. Look at that. Yeah. How about that? Okay. Hey, do you guys want to guess who's winning our poll? Sure. Uh, is it Clay Thompson? No, <laughs> no, it's Devin Booker, and I haven't looked at the yeah. percentages, but I will guess seventy-four percent higher. Wow, eighty-two percent voted for Devin Booker. What do so, you think you're going to get out of that what poll, we, Ferret? What we should I kinda, have done? No, I kind of wanted to see just what the other. After last night, I wanted to see just what other things would have okay. gotten. Jalen Brown, I didn't realize, was averaging 26 points a game. He's having a very good year. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell obviously player. had the 70-point game. Yeah. So. yeah. I should have suggested a poll question for social studies. Ooh. Oh. Uh, we who, do this tomorrow. Who has worse hair? Okay. Uh, Lloyd Christmas. Lloyd Christmas. From Dumb and Dumber. Sure. Or Dante DiVincenzo oh, from ah, the Warriors. I'm voting Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah I might. Is it Lego hair? That's good. I like that. All right. Devin Booker, like I said, 82% of the vote. Looking at the other three people, uh, single digits for the rest of them. 7% say Jalen Brown, best two guard in the NBA. Uh, 6.6% say Donovan Mitchell. 4% say Clay Thompson. Uh, AZ Kid says none of those other three guys have the efficiency Devin Booker do have. Uh, Devin Booker has. I do recall soft as Clay Thompson shooting a few air balls last night. He did. Are we calling him soft as Clay now? Is that? If his mama calls him Clay, I'm going to call him Clay. That's right. Jalen rebounds better, says Corey the Street, but that's really about it. Book is a better passer than all of those guys and a better shooter. He's also comparable on defense to Jalen Brown. Um, and then Seabucker44 says it's a dumb question, Jared. Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you're aware. All right, let's stick with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, as we pointed out at, I believe, the start of the show, it's not just Giannis coming to town. It's Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Do not love that guy. Or maybe some people still do. We're about to find out. That's what this question's about. If you are at tonight's game, how would you react to Jay Crowder? Four options for you to vote on. 
I would boo like a fiend. I would cheer like a loon. I would begrudgingly, respectfully clap, or I would ignore him. I don't have those four. Ignore him. I would say, yeah, I just, I don't, maybe ignore him is the is the right answer here. Like I said, I, I don't, if you want to boo him, that's fine. I just, I just think it's a little disrespectful and a little disingenuous to a guy that once was so popular here, to a yeah. guy that was once so important to the, to the grand scheme yes. here, and to a guy whom we don't really know why what happened you happened. You are correct. We, we have one explanation we, of it. That's right. And we have an acknowledgement. From Jay Crowder. That's right. Like, yeah, let's not talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we've all agreed yeah. that we're going to keep this under wraps. Okay. It's and, like, but, it, you know, it's like when you, you break up, there's a breakup or a divorce. When that divorce is fresh, or that breakup is fresh, mm-hmm. you can't stand the sight or the thought of the other person. And then if you're a rational adult with a functioning brain, you get to a point where you can coexist with that person again. Especially if kids are involved. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> True. Heard. I just Heard don't that. know if we're at that point yet. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll find out tonight, won't we? We will. It'll 40, be interesting. Forty percent of our voters say they're just going to ignore him if they're at the game. That's how they're going to react. Twenty-nine percent say they will give him a respectful clap, but begrudgingly. Twenty-three percent will boo like a fiend. Eight percent will cheer like a loon. Loon is such a fun word. I agree. It's such a Jarrett word. <laughs> it really is. Wookie says he's dead to me. Um, <laughs> but there's another word in there that I can't read. Seabocker says my heart would tell me to boo, but my mind would tell me to respect what Jay Crowder helped build here and then begrudgingly clap. Uh, AZ Kid, I'll ignore him just like he ignored his fans who wanted him to play. Uh, it's unimportant, says everyone that doesn't boo Jay Crowder is a coward. He quit because we had a better option to yes. start. He doesn't the know that. Down. You no, don't are know assuming. that. Um, Kyler's study buddy says everyone should just wear their F.J. Crowder shirts and let him figure out how to interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's not pretty bad. funny. Yeah, I like that's, that. It's not bad. Solid option. Solid option there. That's yeah. Funny. All right, let's get to the NFL for our final question of today's edition of Social Studies. It's day two of NFL free agency. The negotiating period, players can start signing with their teams uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, so far, the Cardinals reportedly have lost Zach Allen and retained Kelvin Beecham, and that is all we have for you so far. Both of those things happening yesterday. So, open-ended question to round us out. What move do you hope the team makes in free agency? As specific or as vague as you want. No disrespect to Colt McCoy, uh, but there are questions about his health, especially you know lingering health after last season. I would like to see the Cardinals go after a quarterback who can who can steer the ship while Kyler Murray is out. I I, I don't want to be looking at just an utter disaster of an offensive football team while Kyler Murray is out. And there, there's guys out there that fit that bill. Jacoby Brissett makes a heck of a lot of sense. Yeah, he does. I, yeah, I, and again, I, I liked a lot of what I saw from David Blau last year, but that's not that's not a plan going into a new season. No, it's not. And again, as a, another point I brought up, David Blau was very much uh, had the support of Cliff Kingsbury and that that's coaching true. staff. That's so. a great yeah. point. That's a great, great point. The most popular response from our listeners, what move do you hope the team makes in free agency? It's the word any. 
followed by a question mark. Yes, the, the, the majority of the responses are any move. Said, all they've done so far is bring back Dorch and Beecham. What, what a, a Dorch! Beecham! <laughs> Son of a Beecham! <laughs> he is that. Is that going to become a new saying on the show? Perhaps. What a dorch and son of a beachum. Uh, Sean says he wants the Cardinals to look for affordable long-term depth and upside. Do not waste big bucks on a throwaway season. Um, get Zach Allen back, says Indigo B. Oh I think that's not on the table. Yeah, I think that's not going to happen. Yeah, I think you're right. Perhaps. Seabockers mm-hmm. says he wants a center, and center should be a priority since Kyler needs to feel comfortable with up-the-middle pressure. True. Andrew says they have to build through the draft. This is a multi-year rebuild. Yes. Well, it, if for those, a lot of people have noticed this. Ryan Kelly, who's a very good center for the Indianapolis Colts, is on the trade market. They do not want to pay him what he's making. A lot of people have put the pieces together and like, okay, this would work out perfectly. You want this number three pick? You need a quarterback? We like that center of yours very much. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you trade a number three pick for a center, though? Well, no, but you, you would swap picks. Yeah. So you go down to four and maybe maybe, maybe more second round. But then you get Ryan Kelly. Now you got a real center. So it's 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 an option. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Thank you, uh, Sarah. Social yeah, studies every day at nine o'clock. At Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter is where that happens. You can text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at six twenty six twenty right now. Also, want to remind you that uh, the madness tips off this Thursday. With it comes your chance to win over three thousand dollars worth of prizes in the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Just text Bucks to six twenty six twenty to fill out your bracket and compete in the madness once again. That's that's Bucks to 620-620. Coming up next, it's certainly starting to feel like the Phoenix Suns are putting a lot of pressure on Kevin Durant to make things all better when he comes back. We'll get into that and more next. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata Mornings. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. This this injury is a significant injury, but it's there's also this sense with the Suns that they have they're not worried about needing time for them to gel. Like they he is Kevin Durant and he's played with Devin Booker in on Team USA. He's played with Chris Paul in other situations. Like yeah. normally you would expect you need uh, three, four weeks for a team like this to play together and come together, but there's a sense that they're just being very cautious. And James Jones said the other day, like if this was the playoffs, maybe he would try it. I mean I, I think with his injury history and especially lower leg injuries, right. that is why you are extra careful here to get him feeling as good as he can before the playoffs. But the sense I have is that if he comes back, it will be towards the end of the regular season with just a couple of games left here. Right. That is Ramona Shelburne from ESPN, the uh, soundbite that uh, Bick referenced earlier mm. in the show yep. about the Suns' stance on all of this uh-huh. after Kevin Durant, who, I don't know, in case you missed it, last Wednesday he twisted his ankle in warm-ups. <laughs> <laughs> in case you missed it. And it was been termed a, a three-week evaluation, which is also, and I hate to nitpick language and, and, and uh, mm-hmm. you know verbiage and all that stuff. But Monty Williams was asked about it yesterday and said, well, he's continuing to progress. I hate the use of the language by all NBA teams that said he'll be right. reevaluated. Right. And so, he's being reevaluated yeah. around the clock. Yeah, listen. Is the reality. No, without a doubt. And, and Monty Williams is also a little flummoxed 
and didn't know what to do with James Jones' contention that Kevin Durant would be playing right now uh-huh. if they were in the playoffs. Yes. So he we said, had, hey, if I say something on that, it turns into a thing. This? Yeah. Where do I go with this? The thing that the thing that I think are, a lot of people are having a hard time reconciling is just those two factors. If Kevin Durant is really there, if he's in the spot of th- doesn't feel good, but it's not the playoffs, so what does it matter? If he's really there, then then why would his return not come until thirteen games from now? Why? That much caution and, and that level of caution, I think, has got some people freaked out. And again, I'll repeat what I've uh, what, what I think are some options and what what other people are discussing across the league. And you, you look at Kevin Durant's history of injuries, and it's been pretty pretty severe the last few years, as it's been for a lot of guys and in the NBA. And I think there's a fear that that Kevin Durant's had successive successive MCL sprains, which are fairly significant to recover from, but also very jarring physically on your lower body, that he's dealt with Achilles ruptures and MCLs in the knee and calf strains, that that maybe he's just not as stable as he, as he once was when it comes to lower body athleticism. And that's what's got people, that's what's got some people a little bit worried, because that would be the only explanation for why a warm well not the only but that would be a logical explanation as to why a guy could hurt himself that badly in warm-ups mm-hmm. which is why I always wanted this to be a wet spot on the floor more than anything in the world because we none of us want to live the next three years with it like this waiting for his availability is he healthy we don't want Anthony Davis we want to mock Anthony Davis mm-hmm. right we don't want to live that ourselves and Kevin Durant's way tougher than Anthony Davis I'm not trying to compare the two and Kevin Kevin Durant is great at coming back from injuries with a real tenacious, aggressive mindset. True. He doesn't play scared, but but people are worried. So that must be what this caution is, that there's this fear that we just better save what we can get out of him for when it really matters and just hope for the best. It just isn't that's that's some way to pursue a champion pursue a championship isn't it, it is i mean welcome to life in the nba in, in 2023 right. what i don't fully understand is this this full subscription to the mindset of oh once he's back everything's going to be fine i don't i i, I mean i'm a pessimist by nature you all know this uh, I'm, I identified myself as a glass three quarters empty kind of guy. <laughs> I just can't get on board with that. I think there may have been a feeling of that last year. It's like, okay, the, the Nets are going into the playoffs, and if Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving both play, good things will happen. Well, they got swept by the Boston Celtics, um, and Kevin Durant didn't shoot the ball well in, the, in that series. And, and yes, I know the Suns are a different team with a different chemistry and a different culture than what the Nets were dealing with last year, and that was pretty much the end of the end, uh, as Kevin Durant himself saw it, because he was the guy who asked for the trade in the summertime, not Kyrie Irving. We know how it shook out. Um, and maybe it does play out that way. That doesn't mean I'm not going to have anxiety about this situation. <laughs> no. If Ramona Shelburne's report is correct, mm-hmm. look, I don't know where the Suns will be in the seating mm-hmm. when that time comes. I don't know who their first-round opponent will be. I don't even know if we'll be breaking down a first-round opponent as opposed to they've got to get through this team oh in the play-in to oh get boy. to a first-round opponent. And that's, that's the drama you want to avoid at all costs. It is. Um, you know, Is this team equipped right now to win? They can win games, but 
you know, they uh, there's other things that are going on with this team. You hit on the, the the perimeter defense is not great. The the three point defense is not great. I mean, the fact that Clay Thompson started as fast as he did and yet was still able to get open look after open look and hit eight three-pointers in the first half, that's that's not good. No, <laughs> I mean, no. The continued uh, comments uh, from Monty Williams on not getting what he needs from the bench uh, in terms of offense or defense on any given night. Look, this is not... The, the, the Phoenix Suns, they're a good basketball team, and they've proven that they can be a good basketball team even without Kevin Durant. Uh post-trade. But this is also not a one-issue basketball team. There's, no. there's a lot of things to yeah. iron out, Kevin Durant being just one of them. Yeah, um, yes, I agree with that. The backup point guard is an issue. I'm not sure wh- where campaign is at, but he doesn't look like he has much comfort level at all in this no, offense but it, anymore. But your only resolution there is campaign just got to play better. Yeah, because he has to play. Yeah. Nigel, yeah, Nigel Knight's not walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Vinny. <laughs> Uh, but th- that I mean, you kind of put yourself in the corner now, uh, to where you're only giving yourself one possible solution, and the solution is those guys play better. Yeah, uh, Tory Craig gives you more on offense. Well, and, and again, I don't know, I don't know what these decisions are going to be because you're trying to thread that needle between finding somebody who can keep the offense in flow and keep it dangerous, and somebody who's not going to give away the buckets on the other side. And and I've seen a lot of this. The Suns have been easy pickings around the glass. They've been easy pickings for team with multiple perimeter shooters. They don't defend the perimeter as well. Duh, without Mikael Bridges, nobody would. This was on display last night, and it's a belief that a buddy of mine has who follows this very, very closely, is that his belief is that the Suns don't play what he calls modern basketball in the fact that they're not reliant on the three-point shot. You saw They were minus 45 in three-point shooting last night. It's it's the Warriors yes. made fifteen more three pointers than the Suns did. I, I know, I know, and it's it, kind of amazing they were able to come back. I know. in that game, being that they don't just fire threes. Yes. Now you can wear a team out from the mid range. I get mm-hmm. it. We've seen it for the last three seasons with the, with this team, and yeah. when Kevin Durant is there, it, it's even more devastating. But, but you you just you just said it. If you now defensively are vulnerable to teams that really shoot the three ball really well, and you're matching two for three, you can see where that math might get sideways. Yeah. in the playoffs for you, absolutely. Text Valley to six twenty six twenty and become a Phoenix Suns insider to get all the latest and breaking news on the Suns and their. For an NBA championship. Once again, that's Valley to 620, 620. Coming up next, it's Tuesday. Grab your combs and your wax. It's mustache, not a mustache. Bickley and Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports poll question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our show. Thickly and Murata mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Before we get to mustache, not a mustache, we're doing our quick check-in on ArizonaSports.com with today's poll question. Hey, Dan Bickley, hey, Vince Murata. Hey, Sarah Cazell. Hey, Sarah Cazell. Hi. Now that it looks like it'll be the, or it will be quarterback followed by quarterback at the top of the NFL draft uh-huh. before the Cardinals make their pick, what should the Cardinals do? Stay at number three, select the best player available, or trade down and get them picks. That might be a better question for the morning of April 27th, mm. the way it's termed. Yeah. But 
I mean, because right now I would answer definitely listen to offers for number three. And who was it? Keyshawn Johnson said on ESPN Radio, he still wouldn't be shocked if the, if the Panthers moved up to number one. He wouldn't be shocked if they took Will Anderson. I would. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. You don't trade up to number one to draft a defensive player that will, ne- I won't say never, that's not happening yeah. here. Listen to the offers, but no, I'm it, leaning towards it, trade down. Listen, okay. fi- here's what you do. You find one team that wants to maybe jump up and trade with you. You mm-hmm. leverage that against Indiana. Indianapolis, you take their center who is available, who would fit in here perfectly. You get a second round pick plus a center. You move back to number four, and then you debate whether we trade down again or not. Mm. That's what you do. And if you decide not to, you draft Will Anderson Jr. You walk away with a frontline center, a second round draft pick, and and the defensive player you wanted all along. Boom! Done! Monty Austin Fort, I hope you're listening. Bick just laid out the whole plan for you. General Manager Dan Bickley. Oh, I'd be dreadful. <laughs> By the way, uh, Sarah, somebody points out, as someone born and raised in Milwaukee, we absolutely say Milwaukee. What? Really? I cringe when I hear Milwaukee. So just so you know. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That does not match the DM I received yeah. from another Wisconsin native yeah, I'm who said, we- I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> no, that's funny. Y'all need to figure it out together and you then do. just let I, me know how to say your city. I never knew this was a thing today. I know. I never knew before that one tweet I received a couple months ago and then again. You know, you avoid this like the Bucks did on their uniforms a couple years ago. It's now just Cream City. Oh! <laughs> no! Which sounds, no. It sounds like an obscure Prince song from the Shaboogie? Yeah. yeah. It does sound like it kind of does. Song, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to our poll question resp- uh, uh, results. 51% say the Cardinals should trade down. 49% say stay at number three. Grab whoever is available. All right, there you go. There Today's you go. a Sanderson Ford poll question. I feel naked. You can vote on it right now at ArizonaSports.com. <laughs> mustache. Not a mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache. Big mustache, big mustache. My mustache, your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache. A mustache, a mustache. Now we both have said mustache. A mustache, a mustache. If you only got a mustache. Speaking of Sarah's mustache. Oh. All right, it is that time of week. <laughs> Wednesday, 9.30, time for America's fastest-growing facial-related quiz sensation, mustache. Not a mustache. Tuesday, 9.30, not Wednesday, 9.30. And it is uh, not just mustache, not a mustache. It is free agent frenzy time. <laughs> so, in honor of that, all clues today will have something to do with being free. 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 Oh, I thought it was all going to be about frenzy. No, that's no. next year, maybe. Okay. Perhaps, or maybe next week, even. Okay. Uh, but I will uh, present a clue, a soundbite from a movie, a TV show, a song, or an interview. Bickley and Murado have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. They get a bonus point if they get the person right. First one, the 10 wins. Sarah, standing by with a tiebreaker, if necessary. I actually prepared one. All right. And I believe Dan Bickley won last week on a tiebreaker. Yeah, I'll go first. All right. You will go first, and you will get this one. Tom Petty. I nailed it. I win. I win. Tom Petty. Didn't even need to play it. I won. Tom All right, very good. You got it. Final thoughts on this Tuesday. (laughs) Wow. We talked about in the past that if you could guess the first, I knew it was coming. You didn't say mustache or not a mustache. Oh yeah, Tom Petty. That's uh, free fall, not a mustache. That is correct. All right. So there you go. All right, Uh, Vince. Yep. 
for my money, George Michael's best song. Really? Yes. Uh, that is uh, George Michael mustache. That is correct. Wow. Did you, uh, Wham also had a song called Freedom. To quote Cruiser, there was one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bickley. Yeah. A new age has begun. An age of freedom. And all who know that 300 Spartans gave their last breath to defend it. It's a good movie. Uh, my, who is that character? Is that King Leonidas mustache? That is, that's correct. Okay. Played by Gerard Butler. Gerard yeah. Butler. Yeah, well done, Vic. Thank you. Smoking. So many abs in that and, movie. And the queen in that movie, wasn't it Cersei from Game of Thrones? Oh, was that? I never yeah. saw that movie. I never cared oh, for uh, a director. All right. Um, is that Zack Snyder? Yeah, Zack oh, Snyder. Flex. Vinny? Not is that Zack Snyder? I don't know what is he's doing. Zach- what is a Zack Snyder He started make, you know, he made like Superman movies like yeah. in the same style as yeah. 300. Come on, fair. And- We're going right, to time. Now, let me get this straight. That would mean that you lied about your age to make yourself older. But why would any woman want to do that? I changed it so I could get married. And the truth shall set you free. <laughs> that is uh, Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. Not a mustache. That is correct. Yeah. Off to a very good start here. All right. 4-4. Four, four. That's that Leonard Skinnerd feller. <laughs> Ronnie Van Zant mustache. Lenny Skinnerd. You got it. All right. And that bird will never change. <laughs> got that right. I almost got back mid sip. He almost got coffee all over the console here, man. <laughs> all right, Vince. Yes. I think that's Kid Rock or something. It is. Mustache. That is correct. Good job. That was good. I did not know that one. Because at some points, Kid Rock doesn't... Has when a, did he stop rocking? When, when did, did he start, start rocking? When did he stop yeah. Why is he still a kid? <laughs> why is he still a kid? <laughs> why does he pretend Are to be, you okay? Why does he pretend to be from the South? <laughs> that's right. He's from Michigan. It's, it's from Detroit. South Detroit. Detroit yeah. yeah. Lived, grew Which up in a mansion in Canada. Detroit. Right. Which is Windsor. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We have this one now. Solid segue. <laughs> Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom? Mel Gibson, Braveheart, not a mustache. That is correct. All right. Bick's pitching a perfect game. Yes. Can you? Can Will you... I be Team Israel? Oh, God. All right, here we go. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July, and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. 
Bill Pullman as president. What's his face? Uh, not a mustache. That is correct. What movie was that? Independence Day. Okay. Independence Day. Yeah. Very good cheesy movie, if you like it. The sequel, terrible. All right. All right, finally here. There was a sequel? There was, like Ooh. 20 years later. I want to break free. Freddie Mercury mustache. That is Jared's gesticulating, giving clues in the process. Or as Matt Ishbia would say, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> At least he talks about the Mercury. That's yes. a good point. I pointed yeah, point that, that out that point. he always brings up the Mercury in the WNBA yeah. whenever he talks about the Suns and being an owner. And at his press conference, he brought the Mercury up first every time he mentioned both teams. There you go. That's Put very good. Respect on DT. Yeah, that was uh, the video where Freddie Mercury had the mustache but was right. dressed as a woman. That's that was one of the reasons I chose it because it's kind of hard sometimes to uh, identify eras of Queen when he has a mustache yeah. and doesn't have it. But yeah. that video is very famous. All right, here we go for the tie and for the tiebreaker. He always goes to my Achilles heel on the last question. Oh. Always goes there. Wow. Neil Young, not a mustache. Ah, you, got you got it. it. You got you it. Got you got it. it. All right. God, we have we to go to, to break. You need to update your catalog, Jared. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 have, I struggle with things within the last 15 years. 15? I'm thinking 30. <laughs> well, I wanted to be generous. All right. The tiebreaker and final thoughts. The tiebreaker and final thoughts oh. coming up next. As we just conclude, mustache. <laughs> Not a mustache. Jared is the smoothest game show host That's ever. That's a ferret with a mustache. <laughs> Bickley Murata here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Speaking of Sarah's mustache. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. And Murata, song of the day. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I gotta take some time to clear my mind. know this song? I know it's Beyonce. Yeah, it sounds like Beyonce to me. That's what I was gonna say, but I had no idea. Child. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Oh, of course. You got it's it's called, I don't know. Uh, this oh, there's, there's a word coming. I got to bleep here. Never mind. <laughs> I didn't Whoa, know. Good so catch. Thank you. <laughs> now, so what's what's that song called? Free. Free. Keeping with the free theme. baby. Destiny's Child from their last album, Destiny Fulfilled. And it was fulfilled, so Beyonce said, I'm going solo. There you go. We got business later, to attend to. That's such. Later, Kelly. We're, uh, like I said, we got business to attend yes, to. So that's, we do. Uh, Destiny's Child free. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. We are prepared today. Let's go. Yet we're running late, so we still had to do the tiebreaker after the break. <laughs> okay, we're keeping it quick. All right. It's pie day. We're taking it back to middle school or elementary school or whenever you recited the digits of pie. Mm-hmm. The tiebreaker is... Did we ever recite them? 
Oh, we had to. Oh, yeah, we had to memorize as many as we could. That's so a, that's sadistic. That's indeed. more sadistic than my substitute teacher plan from earlier in the show. Fair enough. So Vince on team, send me as many digits of pie as you know. Bic, you get to recite them aloud. That's all oh. I know. I don't. I. I don't think I know really. Three point one four one six. That's all. That's all I'm gonna guess. I don't. The rest is just guess. Okay, you both guessed the same amount of digits, and you both got it wrong. Okay. It's yes. Three point one four one five. Ah. Nine. Okay. All right. Two, so six, what five, happens three, when five, you eight, tie the tiebreaker? We move on to the next thing. We revisit the uh, style of the tiebreaker question, <laughs> which needs to be closest hey, to the I, pin. I thought we should mix it up. I thought we should mix it up this time. <laughs> All right. We'll settle for the tie. Okay. Colin uh, says that was good an to me. E- <laughs> Colin said it was an easy tiebreaker. Beyonce, not a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not anymore. Um... I went to a uh, Cactus League game yesterday, Bick. First time of the year. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, Got any money left in your pockets? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, my son is on spring break, so we went out. And uh, he lives in the West Valley. So uh, I mm-hmm. swung by, picked him up, and the D-backs were in the West Valley playing at, I think, the Hidden Gem Ballpark of the Cactus League. Surprise mm-hmm. Stadium against the Rangers. And yes, I did splurge a little bit, and I did buy tickets on the secondary market. Oh, my goodness. Yeah? If childhood me was told that I would pay this much money for practice baseball, actually, if my dad knew I spent that much money on practice baseball, he would disown me. It's it's no longer kitschy. It's no, no longer cute. It's no longer quaint. It is just a license to print money. That's it. That's you just got it. You nailed it. Yeah. I still I don't, enjoy I don't like, it, but I don't goodness. like where it's gone at all. I feel like I needed a shower afterwards, and mm-hmm. it wasn't because it was hot out. It was beautiful. It, it's just gone. It used, it's gone outer limits. No. It, oh, really? It really has gone outer limits, and it just it's it's asinine. It really is. It's, but it's I, sh- you know you're you're kind of forced to choose. If, do you want to go to the game and actually watch the game and enjoy the aspects of baseball, or do you want to sit in the grass or down the the right field line and soak up sun? That's your choice right now. Mm-hmm. Or, or or you can look at it as it as what it is now. It is no longer a treasure to be experienced and savored by valley residents and tourists alike. It is purely a money making, profiteering device for tourists. Yeah. And so that's so that's where I framed it now. That's where I placed. I placed it in that bin. It's just it's just too it's too much money. Can I propose something? We should get a resident rate on Cactus Lake. Totally tickets. agree. That's a great idea. Totally agree. Stick it to the tourists who are planning a trip anyway. Right. And you're expecting to spend that much money. Yes. If you want to pay 80 bucks per ticket, yeah. go for it. And I will not be doing that. Well, at, 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 you know, at risk of ticking off everybody in the community that I live, how about a snowbird tax? How about, <laughs> how about rewarding us who sit through the summer in Arizona? If you can prove you have been in Arizona for 60% of the summer, you should get a huge tax break. Yeah, I Great. agree. You should get a free air conditioner. <laughs> Hit up my people. You purchase. should get Jared's compilation of trash-ass song parodies. <laughs> As a gift. As a gift. You know what is ironic in all that, what you're saying? All these new Cactus League stadiums were born out of that, that tourist tax. The 
tax yeah. on rental cars and hotels. Yeah. I didn't hear one tourist complain. It's crazy, though. I, we used to love going to spring training mm-hmm. games. Same. And I, have a, I haven't been because it's just too freaking expensive. But I got to pick up an extra job now to pay for it. Yeah, right. For the last three years, is it, Fitz? <laughs> Free agency uh, frenzy is going on. And, uh, you know, we haven't had much movement today on new names or anything with the Cardinals. But I wanted to uh, kind of give a shout out to a fellow sports talk radio show. One in New York on WFAN. Oh. Boomer Esiason and Greg Giannato. Okay, Boomer. Boomer, Boomer and Geo asked a very important question when it comes to NFL free agency. <laughs> All right. Can somebody explain to me? So th- this guy dove climbing yesterday, which is... He, I don't even think this man really exists. Is he a compi- compiler? He's a well. He is a compiler, so he doesn't report anything on his own, and he's got hundreds of thousands of followers. I actually had had muted him there for a while because it was like uh, he was just everywhere. So it's a covering NFL news and transactions. Recommend to turn on notifications. Contact via DM. Editor and writer at Bro Bible. I thought he was that. Does anybody on this show? We've quoted him. We've all read his tweets, breaking or passing along news in the NFL. Does anybody great question. know if this guy actually does no, exist? That's a great question. I I didn't realize this until maybe a couple of weeks ago. Somebody in the newsroom pointed out. Try to find a picture of this guy. It doesn't exist, and I I never knew that. It's very strange. It's like the gorillas. Those uh, that band. <laughs> yes. At least we know who's behind that. It's the guy from Blur, Damon mm-hmm. Albarn. Oh, is that right? Yes. I didn't know that. But I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Is it Dove Kleeman? Dove Kleeman? Dove Kleeman? Cam Johnson? Johnson? Dove, Dove Kleofkov? Kleeman? I give credit to Gio. Goldsmith? I think he may have... Uh, he may oh. have this might be a documentary. Oh, boy. <laughs> Banksy. That's Kleeman. Ah. Do it for us. Thanks to Bobby Hurley. Shane Doe will catch you tomorrow morning. Wolf and Luke up next. Have a great day, everybody.